everyone and welcome to Get Real Parental Coaching Podcast. And remember that this podcast is for dads. So today I've got Ryan Ockenden, who's got one daughter and he's going to share his story. He's going to let us know what life is like with his nearly 12-year-old daughter or what it's been like and what challenges he's going through right now. So welcome to the show, Ryan. How are you? Hi, Sandra. I'm doing good. Thank you. Yourself? Yeah, not bad. So what's your daughter's name? How old is she? Let's start from there. Okay, Evie is 11 years old and she is 12 next Wednesday on the 11th of October. So uh, yeah, really looking forward to that and I'm taking her to Alton Towers for the Scarefest because she absolutely loves it. She's an adrenaline key. So yeah, only if she behaves. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Otherwise it's a no-go even on a birthday. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, with the story I've got coming up, if it happens again, that might have to be it. So Yeah, and you know what? I think as parents at that age, now's the time when, you know, they're coming into their own. They're not quite children but they're not adults either so it is a tricky age and I remember when I was sort of 12 years old I really thought I was grown up yeah, yeah. and thought why can't I do all the adult stuff <laughs> go to adult places and like more drinking really why can't I have that drink and things like that so it does come into play so let's go back from the beginning then because I'm quite strong on connection so if you think about your relationship with Evie what kind of connections have you been doing with her throughout her childhood yeah so Evie me and her mum split up at two when she was two and a half and that was actually quite a big shock just having the day-to-day life of looking after this baby into a young toddler and then her mum just left like that took her but to be fair it was the right reasons the right time to go it's just a shock and I was like you're not taking her but the best thing was yeah she went how did you manage what were you going through what were you thinking because you're now a single dad all of a sudden yes with a toddler on your hands well thinking wasn't that good at the time I was uh, severely down I had to take a week sick off work just trying to adjust to everything from uh because evie actually went for a stage so her mum moved into her dad's um and then when i would go pick evie up bearing in mind when she was here she was loving cuddling everything she suddenly becomes clingy little child and when i would pick her up she would scream that she's coming me she would scratch me um, and i would get her in the flat and i just let her roll around doing a little moan for 45 minutes and then when i had to drop her back exactly the same going back Back to her mum and it was just like each time it like and then even at the playgroup they said when we used to drop her off so she's always walked in buzzing for playgroup and uh yeah when when we first split up she went to go playgroup and uh she wasn't having it she was tearing screaming and i can remember when i was waiting outside they said just go you if you're here it, and i said i can't leave her like this he said you have to just go and i must admit that's probably one of the few times on those sort of occasions i walked away crying hearing her screaming and it'd just be like what am i doing and yeah so but do you know what once the routine after about six to twelve months actually she looked forward then as all you know i used to go pick her up then as a three and a half year old she'd come bounding towards me daddy <laughs> yeah and even dropping her back like even now sometimes she's like can i stay can i stay but we can sort it out because my partner can have her or it's a lot easier but i was actually when i was single for quite a while while after me and her mum had split my priority was just evie yeah so uh and to be fair it was easier when we first split up because i used to wait wake up at five she'd sort of be waking up as a baby and I'd take her around to her granddad's but when it started school I couldn't have her as much because it's not fair then to wake her up at five yeah have her on my days off yeah and then we worked out a thing and it's still going every other weekend I have her and she looks forward to those weekends and I do and yeah she thinks her mum's a bit strict but she also thinks I'm strict as well of course they just don't like that word strict at all no matter who it comes from yeah. <laughs> the fact that someone's yeah laying down the law they're just yeah. like what 
as I must admit, probably I'm a bit more lenient as well, only because of that situation. So if we were still together, I mean, obviously we're not with God, but you know, that sort of situation would probably be okay. Whereas now it's, yeah, at the time it was just awful. Absolutely awful. Yeah, I can imagine because being that young, they're not understanding what's going on and they don't like the transition between mum and it's a lot yeah. but whereas yeah. we can comprehend it a lot easier even though you found it difficult yeah you're now single and also like my partner her daughter's eight we've had exactly the same she's older now so she understands right yeah, i was sort of like the shadow whereas it was actually it's not me you know it's like when you see a kid playing up on a bus you're like yes it's not my child <laughs> it's not mine and someone else does it i'm not the only one who has these troubles you know yeah so even during that time or even now really because i do like to talk about mental health and what you do as a de-stress yeah myself a lot of walking obviously i did start learning to play the guitar about three four years ago Mm. and i stopped about a year ago just because the cost of living you know you got well evie does so many clubs now um it's just you know they come first don't they yeah to be fair, it wasn't that much really. It's only only seventy pound a month, but when you add all the other clubs up, like her drama was four hundred pound a term, and then she's got other bits. She's got her maths lessons and stuff, so it was like okay. But uh, yeah, walking. To be honest, uh, Sandra, everyone probably know this with life. You know, you don't really have also a lot of time to de-stress because you come home, everything's got to be done. Like my daughter put my partner put her daughter to bed. Still got to do the dishes, Hoover up. And you just come to like half eight, and it's just like oh. <laughs> bed yeah quite often like five my partner would just be talking to her daughter and she'll fall asleep in our bed and i fall asleep on the sofa and i'm like that at 12 o'clock <laughs> going on here yeah but with me and evie do you know what we've had a bond right from day one because her mum and to be fair i backed her and it's all i personally think it's a woman's choice she really did not want to breastfeed yeah no so she wanted to do from the bottle and i said you should watch it yet and i was like okay of course, she's a bit lazy, but nice lazy. Let's just put it like that. And uh, so I used to get up and do the morning feeds and that. And, you know, and sometimes they'd, she'd be around there and she'd only take off me because I'd be constantly I was just like, yeah. Yeah, what a lovely daddy feeling though, isn't it? That was great. I went around the once and it was like seven of them. And then like, oh, she won't take it. So I just come back off a bike ride. And I was like, yeah, here we go. And then we'll try it. <laughs> I was like, please, and she did. I was like, there she is. And they... <laughs> That's my girl. Exactly that. And they're all looking, oh, oh, daddy's girl, daddy's girl. Yeah. So what kind of things do you do together now? Because obviously she's coming into the friends are seem to be taking over. And it's almost like parents have less and less time with their children once they get into the friend gang. Yeah. Um, how is that going in your household at the minute? Yeah. Well, to be honest, it's, it's hard because where we are so small, this place is so small. It's... You wouldn't believe it. But obviously with my stepdaughter, she's eight. Now, Evie being a bit old, like, to be fair, Frankie, the stepdaughter, she, you know, she might turn here and there, but she always wants to play. She looks up to Evie. Whereas Evie will take it when she wants, but when she doesn't, you're not my friend. You do that to, you know, you've got to relax or be nice about it. You don't just be like, you know, play and then she'll come talk to you like, what? Um, like, you know, she gives off the vibe and then she come back. But then they do little telltale like sisters and they actually do the bit where, because I said to my partner the other day, oh, they're just arguing like sisters at the minute. It's not like, oh, they done this or she made that noise. And I'm like, Evie, you're nearly 12, darling. And she's like, yeah, I know. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> So have you noticed a change coming into her? 
sometimes what happens is the change is happening before your eyes but you don't necessarily see it because she's with you all the time and even if she's not with you all the time because she's the Evie that you remember from before you're sort of not expecting any changes but then when the changes happen you're like oh okay I didn't see it it's happening now and her mum had to tell me like good thing is like over the years we've taught her to her body's her body her private parts no one so she's always wrapping herself up and good stuff like that and you know she has her own bathroom space and then it wasn't till her mum and I must admit I did like she'd go from sports and that and that's the first time I noticed we're like oh yeah you do smell a bit uh, B.O.E., like you've been actually doing stuff. Like, you know, so it's like, oh, and then she's getting spots. But it's, that still wasn't really. And then her mum just, just like, yeah, she was sent me a message about her starting puberty and I need to make sure this, 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 this. So, yes. Yeah. And do you know what? I, I need to take on board uh, a comment that I think in our chat before, just about, um, I need to know also when her cycles are. Yes that's very helpful yeah because otherwise it's that's you know as a man I don't know what that feels like obviously yes thank goodness yeah so I see my partner I see how she's the mood sometimes it's just that and I'm like are you okay yeah it's completely maybe that I haven't had that conversation with my mum when it's started but I definitely need to have that as soon as I come off this call I <laughs> absolutely you know what and as embarrassing as you may feel it's probably nice to have it with your daughter yeah 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 do you know what I mean so some conversations are going to be less with mum and more with the daughter to make her understand that you're in tune with her and, and you get it as much as you can and you'll try and be a bit more patient I think maybe I'm finding the balance hard with that like you said exactly 100% how you said it but then I'm trying to teach her and stuff you know not be too strict okay. have a balance there so she can come to me not be too like firm or something where she's like do you know what I'm not going to open up to you dad yeah that's probably the balance I'm a bit like you know because she's had some difficulties at school so you know but being a redhead but <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, but you know what? And it's good that you're mindful towards that, isn't it? It's good that you appreciate where she's coming from. And there is a balance and it is difficult and it will be difficult. But the more open you are with her, the less laid back you are, the more conversations will naturally come flowing. Because it sounds like you've got a really good bond with her from day dot. Yeah. And you don't want to start breaking that bond now. Now's the time where you need that bond to be even stronger than before. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Because like you say, there is a bond there. So how would you deal with this then, Sandra? If she comes to me and then she doesn't really doesn't want me to tell her mum something, do I... But as a person, I'm thinking her mum should know. Okay. To gain her trust or to keep it, would you just be like, right, for the minute and then see how the situation evolves? You want to try and find out why she doesn't want to tell her mum. What is it about the whole situation? Because she could only be telling you bits. Yeah, and that's what she does as well, because she'll have stuff taken off her as well instantly, like her phone. It's gone for a month. She'll come around, she'll be like, oh, can I play your phone? I'm like, no, you're banned. (laughs) So literally, she can watch her if it's like that, no YouTube or Roblox, whatever they play. But if she, if her mum, like, that's why constantly, she, I don't, she's like super scared, like, what happens? Oh, don't tell mummy. You know, like, sometimes I'm like, it's not even that bad. Yeah. Not even that bad. You know, it, it, everything seems heightened, like a conversation between two girls yesterday at school, and someone said this, someone said that. I said, just calm down. 
you know, you got to calm down. Yeah, unfortunately, that is how the 12-year-old playground is. Yeah. Everything is up there. Yeah. And it is a big deal. Something that's not a big deal to you is major yeah. in their eyes, you know. Exactly what you said. I tried to, even today, thinking back when I was a 12-year-old, thinking, Jesus Christ, I used to think that was like, you know, and that must be exactly the same. And I'm, the thing is also, when I was growing up as a kid, I was never allowed on any school trips. I could get in too many... Um, school detention so the Ardèche the ski trip and then I can remember my mum saying to me she says you're 14 she says unless you start behaving I can stop you playing football because they need my signature so anyway yeah I perked up a bit then so uh <laughs> maybe that was a moment that I because suddenly was like oh what's happening here yeah <laughs> I'll be this little ginger hot redhead running around ah <laughs> Yeah, I think, you know, going back to what you were saying before, trust is 100% heightened now yeah. between you and her. Yeah. It's not just about, okay, if you tell mum she's going to be punished and or disciplined in whatever kind of way, it's the fact that she can tell you something and it will stay with you. Yes. And there are going to be moments where she does want to just talk to her dad. She doesn't want to talk to her dad and her mum. She just wants to talk to her dad. She just wants to open up and knows that it can stay there. Yeah. If she feels that every single thing you're like oh well that's a bit bad let me be on oh well you know oh she's not gonna tell you anything yeah so you gotta weigh that one up for yourself unless it's so serious i had that with my mum i had that parent where i could go to and i knew it would never ever go any further and it'd still be the case you know yes. i go to my mum oh don't say this mum. so it's just you know me boy i won't be. and i've still got that with my mum and i would like evie to have that with me definitely right so trust is such a big big factor between you and her now for that age because as you were saying you were living with your partner who's obviously not Evie's mum how does that relationship work in your household good yeah Evie's nice and polite to Leanne um a couple of times over the six seven years she might have been a bit but to be fair to Leanne and we do it with Frankie as well so if Frankie was misbehaving I'll be like oh you know don't talk to your mum like that or don't, we don't tend to get involved so she you know if it's to do with Evie she lets me <coughs> deal with it like you know and then sometimes like the other day uh, we was having me and Evie had this argument say uh, she went into her room then Leanne actually went in 15 minutes after I just spoke to her and it was a different person to talk to then seen my side rather than when we're arguing face to face she's not seeing my side she's telling me to get out of her room I'm saying I will get out of your room yes you will it's my room okay I'll get out of your room then <laughs> but yeah they're absolutely fine it's just with be honest and I've said it to Leanne I've tried to daily try and tell her because Evie's quite rude to Frankie if I'm totally honest you know for no reason and Frankie is your partner's daughter yes <laughs> okay yeah so she could be like if you know if Evie's bored or something Evie can come play with her no problem have a well of a time she's loving it because Frankie looks up to her a bit and then Evie might be doing something Frankie wants to play or something it's just like what no no my space no no, we doing? Ugh. And yeah, and I'm like, don't talk to people like that, please. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's annoying me. I'm like, no, it's not being rude. I said, if you don't want to play, you just say, no, I'm not playing for a minute, thank you. Yeah, and it's all about, yes, yeah, she does need her space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a 12-year-old going through her own changes, but it is how you come across, yeah. how you say, implementing that politeness. Yeah, when we um, argued on Saturday, Evie, I actually took her phone off her and kept it with me for the rest of the day. Well, she had it back later on once, but not to play anything, just as like an alarm or whatever. She came and said sorry, and we had a good chat, and we said, right, let's start again. That's happened. 
happened. We need to move forward. I don't want to be grumpy with you. You don't want to be grumpy with me. So, and then it's like everything's forgot and we go again. And then sometimes, like when she keeps saying sorry, I say, I'm going to change my name to sorry because you see <laughs> all the time. Like, sorry. I just hug it out. She's a great hugger. Yeah. Unless she's like moody from school. She's like, Ugh, you know, but yeah, it's just one of those things, isn't it? We've, we've all been there. And what are your aspirations for Evie going forward? Well, she's, it's like a mad footballer. I love playing football. I had to stop when I was 28 through injury. It's like people say, oh, why do you get football or this? And I'm like, no, she can, whatever she wants to do, I will help. Like she was into ice skates, she was a good ice skater. And then uh, she'd do that. Then they closed the local rink down. Brought a guitar. She don't want to do lessons yet, but she did at the time. But I will not force her. But she loves drama. She loves acting. So yeah, she goes to drama school and just, yeah, whatever she wants to do, she'll get 100% support from me. No, oh, I love that. And it, I love the way you're trying to follow her interests because these kids of today, they're like, they're into football one day, they're into ice skating the next, yeah. they're into hairdressing, then they want to be a pilot. <laughs> yeah, well, she asked the other day, she asked for some clay beads, like to like make these beads up. I said, why do you want them? She's not for my birthday. I said, yeah, but do you remember your last birthday? I said, we went to that place. I said, you've got about a million beads in that cupboard there. And it's like, yeah, but these are different. Definitely, I always try and follow, like, even with her homework, I try some of it, I'm like looking at it thinking don't ask me that question i know right yeah i'm like wow also it's knowing her mood like say i may have not seen that change happen to her but i do know her mood so i know i know she's joking or i know she's up so when she come back a bit stressed yesterday because of what the girls were saying in the toilet or whatever i let her have those 10 minutes and give a shout when we come in we'll have a chat and then she daddy i said are you ready to tell me what happened and then she went into this whole dialogue of love that someone said this someone said that and she you need to not get involved if you know she said, yeah but i only said i said it doesn't matter i said you know so so it's just trouble is we, she's come to a new school she doesn't really know anyone even though we're from Lou she didn't go to Lou school she's going to Lou top school so she's trying to make that bond already so she's quite sort of open to people like you know she just wants to be liked like any kid any kid and it's tricky isn't it because it's at that stage where young girls like Evie are almost vulnerable really yeah because she's coming into yeah. so in the terms of they will do things that they necessarily wouldn't have done yeah just to be in the circle and just to be in the friends so this is where we hope that you as her dad and her mum of course what we're talking about you today <laughs> would implement conversations if you haven't had them already 100% needs to happen now 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 yeah, yeah. in terms of drugs vaping sex bullying all these kind of things yeah, some of them, most of them, for me, I do ask her mum, obviously, what she spoke to her about. She knows about vaping, she knows about... With the sex thing, I am I must admit, I even though my mum brought me and my brother up and she, you know, it was easy to talk to her, I don't feel like I could go in in that conversation, sort of, because I'd just be like, don't let anyone hear you. <laughs> but she would just turn around and say, this is embarrassing, Daddy. It is embarrassing, it's awkward, it's uncomfortable, but you know what? You've had the talk. And really, what I say is, it shouldn't necessarily be about a talk that kind of thing should be an everyday conversation as in kind of washing up yeah, yeah. if it was talked about from earlier on little nuggets as you're going along as they get older a little bit more nuggets then they want to know more a little bit more nuggets and that's it as a boy growing up obviously born 1980 so the early 90s all the blokes even my dad you know i mean my dad wasn't really involved even though i cared for him like i said to you um he didn't live far away in Plymouth, but, you know, he was, oh, yeah, fill your boots, go on, you know, like this. Yeah. Mum's totally the other way. She's like, you're treating women with respect. You ain't doing Yeah. It. 
And I can remember brought this girl back one weekend. She pulled me down. She said, look, son, says, I don't mind you bringing home a steady girlfriend, but you're not using this place as an effing knocking shop. I was, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, there. She had some strict rules, my mother. Yeah. Tattoo or nothing. Even when I was 20, I was like, I'm getting a tattoo. She said, you're not why you live under my roof. I was like, yes, I am. She said, try it. <laughs> so I didn't want to because I know what it would be. <laughs> But, you know, it's difficult because when we were growing up, we did almost live out of fear, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. We lived out of fear. And that is how we're trying to not teach our children now to live out of fear. Yes, if you do something wrong, well, I'm sorry, but there's no phone then because this happened or whatever. It's not this whole fearful thing. You're just not getting your phone. Or you're just not going where we said we were going to go because you did that. So, you know, we want to break that chain and we want to break those barriers and you may be the person in your family as a dad as a man to break that cycle of not having to have those conversations because you've got a daughter and not a son yeah yeah no totally I suppose as a dad I don't ever because they're growing up and you just want them to be ever sexually activated she's a little yes she needs to have that talk like so 100% and you know you're 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 not having a talk to tell her what happens between birds and bees and what have you. I don't even know why they said birds and bees. How does that even go together? But anyway, that's a Cornish saying, surely. <laughs> right. But you want to be telling her from a man's point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How men think, yeah. how boys think. Yeah, yeah. That's the angle that you go. You just saying something like that simple makes it more, do you know what? Yeah, because then I can go in at that angle. Yes. But I've never thought of it just like, you know, because I suppose I'm just too like really with that conversation or it's going to be awkward or I don't want to embarrass her or stuff like this. And like you say, I can just come in with, look, from a man's point of view, you're going to get like this, 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 this said, this said. This is what they're going to say to you. They only want this. And the reason why they want that is because of all the, you know, hormones that they're going through and all the rest of it. Oh, I'm going to even use that this weekend. I'm going to, I'm not going to sit her down on a thing and say, what? Yeah, nice one. I'll see. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm glad I could help. Well, of course, Sandra, definitely. No, so like you say, just you saying that in that little, it's, it's like, oh my God, yeah. Maybe if someone's asking me, maybe I would say that to them. I'm thinking of it like not. And then now you've just said it, it's like, yeah, why do you think of that? Because she's your daughter, so you wouldn't think of that. What you need is a parental coach like myself, someone on the outside, yeah. non-biased, non-judgmental, telling you like it is. So just to wrap up then, Ryan, if you thinking about your journey as a dad, this, if you had any tips that you'd like to share that another dad listening could say, oh, I'll take some of that. What kind of tips would that be in terms of connection with your daughter that you're having? Because... With me, it was just natural. I see some dads and also some mums, but I see some dads not even wanting to bond. So they get their kid for the weekend and then they go drop their kid off to their mum and then they for the weekend. Yeah. And actually, maybe because, no disrespect to my dad, you know, I loved him and all that and he was my dad, but he was such a crap dad that I vowed, if ever I'm going to have kids, you know, you say, I'll pick you up at the weekend, never turn up, we'd be crying, have a go at mum. And, you know, and so I always say to Evie, if I say something, we will do it. 
sport, you know, and stuff like that. Um, just the only tip I would say, just embrace it and get involved. And, but also, which is good for me and maybe unlucky for some people who don't have it, um, even though me and her mum don't always see eye to eye. She's never stopped or she's always encouraged as well. Like, no, Evie wants to see you coming over. Great, lovely. Evie wants to stay with you. Or, you know, it's not be like, oh, no, no. And we've got a thing where she might message now saying, oh, can you have for the weekend? I'm like, yeah, love to have her. Love to have her. Or I might be like, oh, I've got to go away for a few days. Any chance I don't have her on my set day? She's like, yeah, that's fine. I just embrace it and get involved. And that even means changing the nappies. I've got a cousin and he refused to change the nappies. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, because you couldn't deal with the poo. I can't listen to that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Got to get involved. And if you get involved, the bond's there. Because like when she was only two months old, there's nothing better than three in the morning where you give her that whole bottle, burping away, and then that big burp comes. Yeah. So you can put her back down, even stuff like that. When she first walked, she was standing, her mum was having a bath, England were playing football, and I was like, yes! And she went to England school, and went, no, she's just taking a few steps. <laughs> those, those moments with her little theatre group, she's had a little solo role, she's singing. I mean, I've since I've become a parent, I've never been so emotional in my life. You know, I could cry at anything on the TV now. Well, I never used to. But, oh my God, what's happened to me? You know, so, but, uh, That's what children do to you, eh? Yeah, get involved, <laughs> embrace it, love it. And yeah, just to be honest, and if you're struggling, go and see Sandra. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> thank you so much, Ryan, for coming on. It's been a pleasure, absolute pleasure. And guys, don't forget to, if you like this podcast, share, subscribe, leave a review, let me know what you want, what you don't want, and we'll make that happen. So take care for now, and I'll see you on the other side. Bye.